tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Good afternoon, listeners. Uh, this is Daniel uh, from Televised Heroics here with uh, two very special guests. Uh, we are doing another Feature Friday. Uh, I do have Aaron and I do have Bruce from Silver Star Comics, um, and here they are. Hello, Alright, guys. So, um, just want to start this off. Um, you know, tell us a little bit of yourself, uh, where we can find you, if you have any social media, if you guys do any of that. Here's the time to drop it. Well, I'm Bruce, and I'm the manager here at Silver Star Comics over on 1835 East Elliott Road. So come in anytime you come in, you'll be able to leave with a 10% coupon. And if you heard us today on Geek Elite Radio, drop that and then you'll get 15% off when you come in. Perfect. Hi, uh, I'm Aaron. I'm the owner of Silver Star Comics. Um, pretty much just been doing this since 2014 over here on uh, Elliott Road right next to Pollock Theater. Love that place. <laughs> yeah, it's such, a, place. such a staple for the community. That's one of the big reasons we're, we're here. So. It's actually um, one of the reasons I discovered you guys is fantastic. going to watch a movie and then it's all the ad on there. I was like, oh, okay, oh, shit. Awesome. We had ads. Fantastic ads. Yeah. Awesome. We, got, we got ads up in there. Going on like three years now. Yeah. Three years been open. Come so up still new. Yeah, still got a lot of things in the making. After the movie was over, I ran my ass over here. I was like, oh, check it out. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Um, so uh, before we get started, um, I do want to ask you, uh, do you have any promotions, any specials going on, especially right, you know, right now, right around Christmas? Uh, the 10% flyer that you can come in and get, and then also the 50% off that we mentioned before. Make sure you guys watch Geek Elite as much as you can. And drop the name in here, and you'll get fifteen percent off your total purchase. All right. And uh, what kind of uh, you know events you guys got going on during the week? Uh, every Monday we run a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. Every Tuesday we kind of leave it open in the air. We have people in for board games and different retro gaming. We play Mario Party on the sixty-four to Super Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. Wednesdays is all new comics, and then. Thursday, we focus more on 3DS, but we've also had like Guitar Hero going on the Thursday. Friday, we have Magic. Saturday, we have Pokemon tournaments. And then today, Sunday, we will be holding our Super Smash Bros. tournament. I might stick it around for that one. There you go. <laughs> all right. It's, it's Smash. We're all on. All right. Um, I always like to start these uh, interviews a little bit lighthearted, silly, goofy questions, and then get into more detailed stuff. Um, so, you know, what are you guys' favorite, uh, superheroes or characters? And if you can't think of, you know, top number one, you can do like a top three. So, um, this is Aaron. I'm, my favorite character and what made me get into comics completely, uh, was the Silver Surfer. So that's kind of a little bit of the name for the shop and everything else. Uh, but I just remember as a kid, I was one of like my first three books. One was Death of Superman, um, I had a Silver Surfer, and I had um, uh, a Hulk um, comic book. So that was my first introduction, but the one that stood out amongst those ones was the Silver Surfer. So that's my guy. Uh, since my name is Bruce, yes, I do have a good hold on Batman and Hulk comics. I like both of those a lot. Um, but my, my main reads, I love reading uh, Masters of Kung Fu and Iron Fist. Those are definitely 
the ones that a lot of people don't know about. The most underrated comics that everybody should be reading. Um, first comic book. First comic book I probably ever read was an incredible whole comic book. And I like Cloak and Dagger. That's another really underrated one. Like, nobody knows or reads. That's a really good read. Oh, we could keep going. Like, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. We could go on and on. Uh, I like Batman villains more than I actually like Batman himself. I think that's a good, a good one right there that nobody says. Batman villains, I think, crap on. Oh, I'm sorry. We can say Batman villains shit on Batman himself. All right, there we go. You know, <laughs> um, I'm mainly, uh, you know, DC fanboy, and I do have to agree that Batman actually has the most complex villains. Oh my gosh! Right? Yeah, and they're still coming out. With the I think Dr. that's what, what really helps with superheroes yeah. and defines a superhero is like their opposition and, and just the simple fact that Batman has so many diverse and very, very powerful and you know dangerous villains that he's overcome yeah. along with his own personality, you know, like his own character flaws that he has to accomplish, you know, or overcome during those storylines is, is why he's so huge. I think that's what everybody kind of falls into. Um, right. His quote, his comics really sell the quote, keep your um, friends close, but keep your enemies closer. <laughs> I agree. I would say that sums up Batman right there. <laughs> Keep Joker right next to you, telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it you safe. What are you guys currently reading? Uh, I read a really good fucking dagger book the other day. It was based on the Spideyverse, so everybody in New York City had been basically bitten by a radioactive spider, and they all literally a bunch of like Spider-Mans running around and causing havoc and stuff. And the great thing about Cloak and Dagger, nobody knows what that story is. It's um. Cloak is like darkness, basically, and you can teleport anywhere where light is basically light. She can shoot light and stuff like that. And they literally are their alter other, but they need each other at the same time to survive. So they're doing all this while a whole bunch of different Spider-Mans are running around. <laughs> and they run into the Avengers as well. But yeah, that was a, it was a three series. It sounds like complete fallout. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> that's what it is. I haven't found the third one yet, so... I won't be able to give a conclusion because <laughs> I've only got to number two and I need number three. So if it's out there, go to Solar Star Comics. Let them know. Bring <laughs> it for Bruce, yeah. <laughs> Sounds we'll like we keep you busy. We'll swap stories, you know, like. <laughs> Sounds like we're keeping you busy. Exactly. <laughs> um, right now, I'm reading, well, I've read a lot of stuff, but I'm kind of in back into DC again and. There's two titles I'm reading. One was Grayson that that ran, and then um, I like Lobo. Lobo was probably the coolest character that I that I've encountered that I didn't know about already. Um, he's kind of just a rogue, like a rogue alien that you know he just does his own thing, doesn't care about stuff. Um, I think he's the the DC a good a good answer for Deadpool when it comes to DC. He's so, a Lobo. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. will actually argue that Harley Quinn, especially since she has her own run now, right. uh, from the New 52, oh gosh, they so. say that she's, you know, basically the Deadpool of DC. True. That is true. So, I think, yeah, man, DC's really got depth in their universe. It's, it's really well-written. A lot of their characters are well-written. Like, the new star, like like you said, uh, Harley Quinn is... Yeah, I would say Harley Quinn, because she breaks, she breaks fourth wall like Deadpool. I would yeah. say that's the main, yeah. the main one. 
has a gun, has a sword, well not a sword, has a hand. <laughs> Wax people with Wax that. people with it. Oh, yeah. She's got a lot of personality. Yeah. She does. Exactly. Other cool thing about those, so you can probably throw them in just about any comic and people will be okay with it. Like, yeah. Oh, Harley Quinn's here. Oh, there's Deadpool. Oh, great. They're both a little wild. Yeah, right. <laughs> why not? Like, why not? Throw it in there. Oh, this is one of those. Yeah. <laughs> one of those comics, yeah. So it's going to be a silly story. Alright, let's go. <laughs> Calvin Hobbes. Not for kids, though. Okay, let's continue. All right, guys. So, favorite comic book moment in comic book history could be anything. Maybe a moment that you're like, "What the fuck? They actually did that shit." Oh fuck, you know. Several of those. I want to say Planet Hulk just because the, I'm so stoked for the movie. Like, I really don't. I've been waiting for a Hulk movie for so long. I really like the. Um, and I forgot his name. No one, Edward Norton. I love, I love that Edward Norton Hulk. I didn't think it was that bad. And that's what I really want. I thought Planet Hulk was huge because then from Planet Hulk they led into Red Hulk. Because Hulk was still on a whole other planet, and then Red Hulk came around, so it kept the comic series going. I think Planet Hulk was definitely a big, a big uh, event in Marvel history. Shipping Hulk to his own planet. <laughs> Shipping him off, we don't want you here. And then he came back and declared war. <laughs> I think what's interesting right now, um, this man, I don't, I don't want to go with another Marvel, but another one is Ragnarok because that's such a huge character. Yeah, yeah. And I think for them to brave coming out with that and hopefully doing it right, I think that's a big leap for Marvel. I mean, they were already on a roll, but. I think they're gonna, they're not, at this point, they're not afraid to come out and do that stuff. So, for me, in the Marvel Universe, it's gonna be that. But, um, what I like with Suicide Squad, I think that was really big to come up with that for DC just because, um, at the time that they decided to do it, it, you know, it was like make a break for them. You know what I mean? It seems to have brought them back a lot more. So. Yeah, it did, even though I, I have my well, I mean, yeah, sorry for a fan, we probably didn't <laughs> like it, but I just, I like that the, that the uh, both of the companies um, are coming out and they're just taking the chances that they should have been taking this whole time. And, you know, we as fans, not even as um, movie fans, as like hardcore comic book fans that read their material, um, we've been waiting for this for a long time. So now's a good time to be in the comics. I, I really got lucky. I didn't foresee any of this happening. Yeah, so right. <laughs> I'd love, love to take that credit as the really genius, but... Thank it's you, really Infinity good time. Gauntlet for, part one. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Infinity Gauntlet part two. <laughs> yeah, Infinity Gauntlet, like, man, that's, for real, that's like, my thing. And then I thank saw, you, Infinity War, afterwards. We were just going through like, books, and I saw um, a what if, like, what if Silver Surfer got the Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah. Like, what oh, shit. Mind blown. What? <laughs> Never like, what's going to happen, right? So, and I know we're just on the Marvel band. So, for me, it's a good time right now. This is great. Yeah. Like, with those movies coming out this way, like, yeah. Guardians of Galaxy 2, like, if it outshines the first one, that's such a big deal. Like, we're going to get so many more bandwagons, like, the coming there's like, oh, I've never seen Guardians of the Galaxy. What? Oh, they got a second one coming out. No way, i got to catch up. Oh, we just converted another nerd right there. Like, literally. Oh, man. When that, when that came out. So it came out, and a ton of people came in and bought, like, every Guardians of the Galaxy. So, of course, naturally, I went out, and I went... Big on Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Star Lord, anything I could find, especially like the uh, the pop dolls and stuff like that. Um, when it finally hit this theaters uh, at Pollock Theater here, um, 
my my store was cleaned out. It was probably some of the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kids love the dancing groove tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably sold seventy five of those. Holy that crap! That was the other thing we were doing then too, though, because when they had a, a superhero movie ticket, you also got another ten percent off too. Yep. When you add that to, oh, yeah, and there's a movie there. Good times there, here, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> hey, you got to come on down and Go check ahead. this corner out. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff going on. Since they have Suicide Squad right now, you're running a deal for that one? Yeah. 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 We yeah. They come yeah. in with it, we usually yeah. Yeah. take care of them. Nice. So what do you say that, um, you know, Netflix with their TV series, uh, CW, Fox with their Fox TV Marvel. shows, um, <laughs> obviously everything in the movie theater, is it really helping out your comic book business? So, yes, I think all of it is transcending all across all the media. So, not not just the comic books, obviously that's what we like, but um, the movies and the series, like when they can get into your homes through Netflix, that's touching so many different types of fan bases and demographics that it's bringing everyone in. Like we have professionals that come in on their lunch hour, we have kids, we have grandparents that bring their kids in, and then we have obviously, you know, a ton of different staple, standard, you know, comic book fans that come in and, and um, it's it's really good to see those people coming to the store and interact with each other, you know, because that's that's normally you know something that doesn't go well because the new the newcomers don't get it, and, you know, kind of annoy the the <laughs> hardcore comic book fans to say the least. But um, it just seems like they come in and, and you know, and it's it's been a good environment. So that's and that's 100% attributed to how well these shows are written and how well. Um, a lot of the material that comes out is is getting to the audience and you know, transferring. Yeah, I like how now there's really a whole movie verse now. There's a whole comic verse, but there's literally a common ground in between them. Whether they're like, oh, maybe this person read more comics than the other person, but this person has watched a movie this other person has never seen that they have the comic, you know, interest right there. Hey, yeah, we you know <laughs> we look up weird stuff, man. You know what I mean? But the other great thing that I think is great about all the new stuff coming out, it's um, and what I've noticed in the store, it's um, inspired just local people to, hey, we can make a movie, or hey, we can make a comic book. And they people have brought prints into the store, they brought their own books into the store, and we promoted them as best as we could. You know what I mean? Just for the fact that, hey, you're local, just like us. You know what I mean? You're yeah. trying to do something in the nerd community just like we are, and I think that's really cool about it all, all the new stuff coming out. Yeah, you touched on two points. One, first above everything, is we are a nerd community. Yes, this is a nerd corner. <laughs> For sure, we're this the nerd, nerd community. Um, but, I mean, and another thing is that um, because they have that overlap, uh, that gives newcomers and, you know, the people that have been doing it for a long time something, some common ground to kind of have that conversation about these, these titles when they come into the store and, and look for, you know, their books and and they actually go out and watch the movie as well. Yeah. You brought another for we're not nerds, we're geeks. We're on Geekly. <laughs> yes, we yeah, are. We are on Geekly. So <laughs> we're at the geek community. <laughs> All right. And um, if I was a, a newcomer, what books would you two recommend for me to start off on and then just kind of branch out from there? Well, most uh, geeks, they do wear their favorite shirt. So yeah. I would recommend the Flash for you. So <laughs> yeah. That's right. The bright thunderbolt on there because the rebirth is really happening. 
Um, the first, but uh, going back to movies, that's one of the first things I'll ask. What movies you seen? What um, what other books have you read, or anything like that? Most books have been put into movies nowadays and stuff like that. So, and just about every movie nowadays is a comic book. You'd be so surprised, like, and they're even crossing them over. There's what is it? Little China, well, both Big Trouble and Little China yeah. Escape from New York right now. That's a comic that is out right now. Wow. So there's uh, Tarzan, Tar, like Tarzan and Planet of the Apes, and it's like Tarzan. Yeah, even video games. That's what I'm saying. Even video games now. It's a Dark Souls comic. Assassin's Creed comics, like Injustice. Yeah, like literally, like anything geek related, you can really. Oh, I like Doctor Who. Oh, dude, there's a Doctor Who comic. What? Yeah, you should read it. Oh. Or a Flintstones yeah, comic. Flintstones, right, exactly. for crying out loud. Dog's Burger. Yes, I love that one. Yeah, Bob's Burger number one, by the way. It's like that. Yeah, yeah it feels so that. Yeah, that's a great show. And, like, I started watching it, and then I was like, ah. But then I started watching it again, and I was like, yeah, this is a good show. Yeah. Only five seasons of it. So what sets you apart from, you know, uh, the other competition and uh, comic book shops in the area. Well, I think um, we're unique. We have an event every day. Yeah. We, we try to, there's something always, something going on here every day. Every day we try and have something. I think what we reach, we reach out to the community. Like we, I don't know how many of the other stores do this, but we participate in reading programs. A lot of teachers come in and they want us to, you know, give them pointers on what their materials that they should have for their students. Um, in during the course of student, uh, the teachers coming in here, we decided to do an outreach program. So we participate in the Tempe Public Library. Um, they have uh, new programs there with, with comic books. Um, and uh, there's a couple of high schools in the area and, and uh, some middle schools and stuff that we're uh, doing some outreach for the park. Uh, card games like Yu-Gi-Oh, um, and also for uh, video game tournaments that we have and stuff like that. So, uh, just the fact that I mean, because of where we are, we all have been to this theater here. Um, that's kind of been the the uh, centric idea of this store since the beginning is because we're in this location with this community. Um, that's what we've embraced. So I think that's the that's the Customer service. That's us. Yeah. We, I know for a fact, have phenomenal customer Operational service. Operational-wise, so then that was the over-vision. I just, Operational-wise, you know. I've been to comic stores a lot, and the number one thing that I never noticed is the moment you open that door and go start looking for your books, you will never be greeted. You will always be greeted when you come to Silver Star Comics. You will be greeted with a hello. And guess what? You don't even have to say hello back. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> Just go through your books, man. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of my face. Customer service. Is, uh, good, I know we have that. We have great customer service. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we try it. So we yes, we do. We really do. We, don't know. we care about our community. We care about our customers. And yeah, sure, it's a bottom line that we have to work our ways to keep this place around. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's. For me, that was never the focal point of this store. It was, yes, it has to turn a profit, but I wanted to make something more out of this yeah. store. I've, I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I have other businesses that I do, and maybe that's why I focus on the bottom line here. It's really always been about that community-centric uh, place. I just felt like it was an experiment to make it, and it has so far. So. 
I mean, I like it. Yeah, so far, so far, so far, it's been going. Because, I mean, I've gone to other comic shops and the employees working there don't pay attention unless, you know, you go up to the yeah. magic counter and, you know, look at the cards and they're like, oh, what can I help you with, yeah. you know? What can I sell you? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. thanks, guys. Yeah, I read comics, but hey, you want magic. Let's do this. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. I mean, whatever they're selling, because each location has their own thing they're trying to push. So, yeah, right. I've been there and it's like, man. I know you, man. This is <laughs> Like what's the yeah what's the experience of a first time fan coming in here excited to try and find what I'm looking for what I've seen what I've been exposed to and especially like younger kids you know what I mean like you're teaching younger kids that you know this stuff exists you're introducing them to it but if that's the attitude you have when they show up are they going to come back no they're not going to drag their parents there they're going to drag their parents somewhere else you know? that's yeah that's another thing I think we promote other than our competition we tell people hey grab a book and sit down like we tell them like you can read yeah you're like yeah. you were fine to read here the layout helps that's another yeah. thing I noticed we have a lot of yeah, a lot of chairs and you know it doesn't smell here. like a, yeah. a garage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a garage in here yeah. uh, you know <laughs> stuff like that so it's it's just one of those things I want to make it easy for you to hang out here and and enjoy you know we all enjoy what we do so. <laughs> Do you guys um, offer subscription boxes? And if so, can you guys explain to our audience what a subscription box is? I, <laughs> Bruce, am the box holder keeper. I run the box holding system at Silver Star Comics. The great thing is security of your box holding system is this. Say I missed your book, you get to come in next Wednesday and you get to yell at me. I missed your book. But no, the way it works is if you come in for a consecutive of three to four Wednesdays, you will receive 15% off for every Wednesday you come back and get your books. Um, but we just, obviously you'll become a box holder after we'll become familiar with you. So we'll just be in the system as a box holder. So you'll just get 15% off. Um, the main reason that we do it that way is because, um, I could never, I, I can, it's very difficult to get, I mean, all the other store owners definitely can vouch for this. You, you almost never get your entire order from Diamond, you know, and very rarely do you get your order undamaged, okay? So, mm. those books that we order for people, um, we set them aside and we definitely, you know, we want to make our customers happy, but it's just tough to get that stuff and then sit it there and then, you know, they don't show back up. So, it's like, you know what, I mean, we want to, we want, to be respectful to all of our customers and, um, you know, kind of make, make it fair for everyone. But if you come in regularly, we get we like to get there. Yeah. Come and set up your box. Make sure you set up with Bruce. You know, you yeah, you have to find Bruce. Bruce. You do have to find Bruce. That's like the rule you all need to get there. <laughs> like, find me because then it goes in my list. That's how it works. <laughs> so if I were to open up a subscription box with you guys, yes. would after you get familiar with my taste, would you guys, you know, recommend any other reads? We love to. Oh, absolutely. I usually put in, like, I'll put in the new number ones in there, especially if they're a big Marvel and DC head. I'll just automatically put in new number ones just to see if they want it or not. Then let me know, and then I'll keep pulling it. not, take it off the list. All right. On to the next one. That's the great <laughs> thing. There's a new one coming out next Wednesday, guys. And the good thing is when you start with the number one, everybody gets it yeah. from the beginning and they can get into that story and you know, start actually going in versus jumping halfway and then you get all the classes for the last ten issues. And it's like, man, if I can find them, I'll get them wrong with it. I did just get done saying I still haven't read the conclusion of my book in 
dire comedy. Right. I'm okay with that. I'm right. gonna find it later and I'm gonna read it and I'll be like, oh, takes me back to spying voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey listeners, potential uh, Christmas gift. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, uh, you know, what's one of the biggest challenges you guys face, um, you know, owning and operating this, you know, comic shop? Oh, okay. Um, well, we're not corporate, so. Yeah, foot traffic. <laughs> I mean, at times you have to be, uh, be innovative. Um, and the other thing is, like, um, the customer service experience needs to be the best at all times. I mean, people come in and, you know, we don't need them to transact every time they come in. It's really just about building that business every time and um, not not putting out the, the bad message. Like it takes a long time. It could take you know a thousand people to build up a good name, and then just one person could like ruin that name. You know, right. Ruin their brand at any time. Um, so that's the main thing, which is why we're customer service based business. Um, because I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not a corporate. It's listening to the customers and finding out what you know what it is that we need to to service them the best. Because that's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Alright, cool. We, have, we all work for them. So. <laughs> I'll always say coming that customer service. It is really hard to convert a nerd and say he's a hardcore card gamer and it. Hey man, pick up some comics. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> when you're so into your hobby, like you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to get some a customer like that to turn away and go to something else. That what I would say is another hard thing. Like sure, they're gonna buy you know a stack of comics or a pack of cards, but then again, it would be nice if we could get them you know involved with everything because we run an event here every day, so that would be really nice. Yeah, I think we've done a good job of like over time. You do okay. Definitely do okay. We, it took us a long time to build some of our uh, events, and they're successful now. So it's just that hard grinding. Sure. Gotcha. And um, you know, I, I mean, it's been a while. I mean, I haven't really seen it because I get my comics sometimes a couple of weeks late. <laughs> um, but um, you know, has digital comics are they still around? And if so, has that impacted you know your so, guys' business in any way? That's an interesting question. First up in the store, um, they, that's when they first started doing them. Um, so uh, I was, you know, there, there was, I did my my, my due diligence and I, I did a lot of research with the other owners. At the end of the day, it's it's um it's really about the exposure. So like, yes, digital comics are happening, but uh, like something collectible doesn't matter if I can have a soft copy of it. If I'm collecting it, I want that tangible, you know, textile, whatever it is, you know, um, I want that in my collection. And then, you know, there's always going to be a market for stuff like that. Um, if the market gets better or worse, I mean, that happens too. But I think that what that did was it, it was it was an attempt by the, the publishers to get these books into as many people's hands as possible because you figure someone's going to have it on their phone and they're going to take it. To a place where other people can see it and they'll talk about it. So, I mean, that, might, that was like some free marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's free marketing. Not just having it in a comic store. You right. have it on so, Facebook. Exactly. Hey, read me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's like That's when you true. do the uh, the applications, like the, the free apps on your phone, right? You right. make those or the games and stuff like that. 
Um, it's like the free the free game that uh, business model, quote unquote. Um, that would that's kind of how I look at it. And my background is IT, so I was a little bit familiar with that before they started doing that. And I was like, oh, that's a lot like that whole business model. I can see how that makes money, but to me, it didn't seem like they capitalized on it. Um, oh, and they made money on that side crazy. of it, but it did help uh, with the marketing side of things. So it was a good way to market it, and I think that's um, that's the success that they have had with the digital marketplace. So I, I wouldn't say it hurt, yeah, sales as much as because like when they went back to rebirth, all the technical comics and action comics went back to the original numbering because collectors wanted to go through their log boxes yeah. and get to 900 and something and you know what I mean? And still want to see that. So I think it, I think people wanted both like, oh, I can take one to Mexico or I can have one at home. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, marketing, I would say definitely where they, they strive for with that. You know, I'm the same way. I like to actually physically hold my comments. Yeah, and right. It's a pain in the ass when you pull it up on your phone. It's a PDF. You have to yeah, zoom yeah, in. Zoom it's in. so eye-busting. Like, like, the word that I think of is, it's yeah. just so eye-busting to stare at that. Because you're looking at your Facebook feed, your Instagram, your Twitter, your whatever it is, right? <laughs> BuzzFeed is dominating your life. Whatever it is. Or, you know, you're listening to the cast from, like, Geek Elite every yeah. single time it comes out. And then... You're just tired of holding your phone right there. So like, man, I just need to get away from my world. And that's what books have always been. That's what these comic books are really about. Since they were first, you know, invented and published. It's, it gets people out of their daily life. So, yeah. And it still does that today. I think that's why it's such a success. People finally have been figuring this out with studios and, you know, TV and everything else. And, uh, you know, what do you see come out the door more? Uh, would it be Marvel, Image, Dark Horse, DC? Unfortunately, no indie comics right now. Yeah, there's not really a strong... We don't have a huge base. We have. Like, we have a whole bunch of indie back issues. But right, there's not. Have so the last <laughs> one I heard was um, set, what, the Seven to Insolvent? Seven to Sovereignty? Seven two and somebody something. Well, there like you that. go. There, that was a new side. Right? That was really a new side. But that was the big one that was coming out that I heard. And then obviously, Walking Dead. That's a big indie comic, but which is interesting not, because yeah. in Arizona, you've got Spawn, you've got Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. You've got, I mean, there's just so many good things coming out of Arizona in terms of that uh, the indie scene. But, but yeah, here DC's we're not big. Rebirth is a big hit right now. It really just matters, like what what's being pushed. I, I think that we're I mean, we're in a unique area, so like we actually correlate with the markets versus what other sides of town. Like, you know, I guess in the west side it's a lot more indie stuff, and in certain areas it's like you know there's anime or paper trading right. and stuff like that. It just depends on where you're at. Yeah. For us, it's really what's coming out in the mainstream because we a lot of our our base that comes in here are, are a lot of new customers or a lot of people that you know are getting introduced. So um, for us, it just it, Secret Wars was huge for a long time. That was one of those big push. And then now it's Rebirth. Re- rebirth is, you know, especially, I would say the top Rebirth is The Flash is definitely yeah, one of the number one Rebirths. Exactly. Uh, the Teen Titans is another one of the Rebirths that everybody's looking out for. Yep, I'm, I'm beginning on that too. So, yeah, and then, um, I know Batman's doing better than Superman when it comes to Rebirth. Not everybody's really into the Superman Rebirth. Oh. 
That was about to do it. I really want to read the Constantine Rebirth. That looks really good. The Hellblazer Rebirth. That looks really good. Are you guys disappointed that they took Constantine off the air? Yeah. Yeah, a little. little. Yeah. I was hoping to see that naked one just because I like Constantine off the air. It's crazy. That's just, I feel like that's just a good demon, you know, demon something. I feel like that's just one anybody can do. Like, you can just, like, spawn Ghost Rider Supernatural out, you know what I mean? Right. You can't do a good Constantine right now. Like, I know, and then they just came up with Lucifer, right? Yeah, yeah. that's another one, so too. Funny. That's a comic. I another DC comic. That. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. That's actually a clever, a clever written show. Yeah. Um, so I would have liked to see Constantine do it again. You know, I, I've been thinking that, um, DC should jump on the bandwagon of doing Netflix exclusive shows. Constantine should go on there. Constantine. They could really push the envelope on there. I think it'd do really, really Definitely well. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. Too much if I want to see Static Shock. <laughs> 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 I'd be killing to see Static Shock. But it'd be interesting yeah. because Marvel is contracted with Netflix, so you have to go through Amazon, right? That's a competitor. Oh my gosh. So there you, you go. Just somewhere. Started. I mean, we just started a war. <laughs> what <laughs> guys? Warner Brothers and DC, you better be fucking listening. Literally, I guess, I guess like, I'm on solo and I just shot that drone right now. We just helped you guys so out. I'm starting right Star Wars right so now. So Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah. Also, oh, by the way, Amazon Prime has the Spawn series, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> Cartoons and yeah, it's relation to the format. That would be awesome. Oh my, I want this to happen, guys. <laughs> And uh, besides uh, DC's rebirth, um, what are you know what are some of the hottest things, items? What's the hottest? What's in right now that you guys are selling the most, mm. or people come in and ask for? Mm. Uh, Pokemon. You just sell a lot of Pokemon. Pokemon's ridiculous. You sell a lot of it's Pokemon cards here. I don't know how we sell so much Pokemon cards <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> like being in a comic store, people yeah. ask. Pokemon? Yeah, we like we got it. Um, Are you guys a Pokestop? We, the funny thing is, there is a Pokestop inside the store that you can reach, but it's not it's not Silver Star Comics. It's not our Pokestop. Well, well you can definitely reach it in here. <laughs> it's big, yeah. So that's the fun. And then our Saturdays are always happening, so that's always another reason why people buy a lot of Pokemon. Um. I know we saw we saw so there was a cat was a cat apocalypse and yeah. Yeah, and then Ken's Ken That's Austin funny, came at night. Yeah. Um, our local our local. locals have been booming here. Like they'll yeah. come back and bring us more books because they're they're sell out of them. You know, we're we're told to promote them all the time. And people are like, You're not selling them in we'll be like, Well, this comes from Arizona, like yeah, you yeah. can meet the guy like here, like <laughs> they like that. So yeah, we have the Cat Apocalypse, Market Kings, Market Kings is Market the other Kings one, and then uh, Haven Knights. Haven Knights is the other one we have here. Nice. And those ones sell, yeah, that was actually really cool. Yeah. yeah, I like I like that we have those folks in here, and I like that they're moving. That's what yeah, I that's all I think that's really the difficult yeah. part of it all, right? Because you come out with your books and you don't know how to get it out or how to market it or if it's going to work for you. Right, and that success I think is is really good. It's such an indicator that I mean the talent level is there that these guys are putting those books out there, and they're interesting and people want to read them. You know, so it's just getting that exposure. And I think that I mean, yeah, we're on a small scale, but the fact that it that experiment to find out if that book works is proven. Like you know, we, we need help people reading those books. So. 
The other thing yes, I know, that's always cool to see. We have a lot of that other stores don't have is we have a serious collection of like magazines, like Geary, Creepy. Um, even we've had like some old looking Kung Fu magazines. We have the old Marvel magazine, big comic magazine. Yeah, we have loads. On eBay yeah. right now, but we've had them in, in store too. People have bought a lot of them. I'm like, those are fans that are always just like, man, you must go way back, dude. You can probably, yeah, <laughs> you can probably tell me some things about some comics, huh? Vampirella. Uh, yeah. That's another one, Vampirella. That's ridiculous. That's another that's one. Every one of those we have them. And I'm just like, man, this is like old, old. And That's speaking true. of Amparella, at Phoenix Comic Con, they always have a huge booth. They do, yeah, yeah they do. True. You're totally right about that, yeah. I think there's a huge following in there. Yeah, Lady Death, too. Oh, yeah, Lady yeah. Death also has a big one. Yeah. I feel like that might be local, then, too. Huh? I think Lady yeah. Death might be. That's true, yeah. It's it's and um, what big plans or uh, future plans do you have coming <laughs> to the store? Future plans for this store? Hmm. Or if you can give us a scoop, if you want to keep us a surprise. Other than world domination. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Candy and riches for all. Candy and riches. No, so the store. I think I think the the biggest thing for this store would be um, figuring out if there's going to be an expansion. You know where that expansion is going to be because. It took me a long time to find this location, and this location popped up kind of just for happenstance. Mm -hmm. um, I called, uh, we called so many places, and there was a, a place I almost um, picked in downtown Phoenix. Oh. Which I thought would have been cool. Uh, and it, it, you know, still would have I think it would have worked out too, but um, we ended up calling Pollock uh, Investments, and um, there was, it was late in the day. None of the agents were there because I mean, this guy's, you know, he's got so many people there. So many properties, too. <laughs> oh my gosh, he got like over, I don't know, this ridiculous number. This is like million, over a million square foot of properties. I have ridiculous. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, Michael Pollock himself was in the office that day. So he took the call, you know, normally you get the gatekeeper and they shut you down and you're done. But he just took the call um, and then we had a conversation with him about. You know what we wanted to do, comic books, etc. And he's like, man, I got a gym for you, and it's very, you know, right in this area. Blah blah blah. He told us about it. Not, man, I knew the guy. He knows his theater, and you know, because when I first came up here, I was in a place I could go to on a date that I could afford. You know, <laughs> call it starving college student. So, um, it was, yeah. It, I was like, man, that's it. that's it. That's where we're going. That other place is great, but um, you know, this is where I don't we need to be. In this yeah. spot. You know, we believed in him, obviously, but. Uh, it, it's really about this location. That's where we decided. You know what? This is what we're going to do. We stick to the roots. So that's that's where it came about. And, um, I think we're gonna we're gonna look explore other places that we're looking at. Um, maybe put it in another store. Uh, but the other thing that we, I mean, of course, all of our gaming platform that's coming out. Uh, a lot of the video gaming stuff is coming. We're ramping that up a bit. New tournaments for that. New nights. Um, and the other thing is we're going to do a little experiment with uh, kind of like a, a similar show to like what you have, but um, kind of back here in the store. So okay. back part of the store. And, yeah. A lot of that promoting video games too, because we have sent, we sponsor people out of here, right? Oh yeah, yeah. we sent people to Evo. We set up the first video game in yeah. Arizona. 
for so that. So that's um, definitely something we're going to try and incorporate. I know a lot of comic stores don't have video games in their It was successful. Right? Set, I guess yeah. other people tried this. So it was successful. Yeah, we got it all too. So. Come yeah. in and play. Come in and play some video games. Like I said, we've got Guitar Hero, Mario Party, old Super Smash Bros. We've got it all. So. Having Super Smash Bros. going on Currently right now as we speak. There, yeah. Our guy yeah, gets, gets it done. Yeah, he's he's over there setting it up right now. So. Nice. Yeah. All right, and um, you know, I'm actually all out of questions. I just got one final question for you guys. So, um, both of you can answer. Um, any advice for anyone who wants to open up their own business? Their own business. Clear up your time because you will have none to yourself. If you ever wanted a social life, don't start a business because <laughs> it's not your social life will be your business literally. Like I catch myself literally like so you like talking to somebody and stuff like that. And even if they don't like comics, like I'll even try and hit like Hey man, you can come catch me over at Silverstar Comics, like to come in and chill. We could talk some more or buy a book, you know, like and something like that. Like, like you literally just you're always revolving around work, and I like it. I love it. I love just telling people that yeah, I manage a comic store, so I think can't um, be mad at that. I think that sums up why Bruce is such an asset for the store because he like I mean he lives it, you know, like they always say. You're doing something you love. You never, you never, you never feel like you're working. Right. So, um, my background: I'm a serial entrepreneur. Before that, I was in IT. Um, as a serial entrepreneur, like your whole thing is to start a business and get it successful, and then get get onto whatever it is that you do next. Right. Sell it. Um, keep your stake and let you know become silent and let that thing that that environment uh, grow. Uh, this store was the exact opposite. First, I've never had a brick and mortar business. I've always been in some type of, you know, a lot of technology based or service based type of stuff. Um, but when I got to this store, I quickly found that um, all the the small business owners in America and the you know the brick and mortar business people that are running their businesses, how much work it takes. And I, I found a whole new respect for business owners and a lot of, you know, it's like the American dream, right? You want to start your own stuff. Um, but at the same time, you, you have to be responsible for whatever it is you're going to do. And you, you will never, ever be able to foresee everything that's going to happen. And you just, you just got to stick with it. I think that's, that's the thing. Is you have to stick with it and, and find what works for you. That's pretty much it. There's no, there's no shortcut. It's, it's going to be hard work. Also, another thing, and this is an issue I even face nowadays, when you are running a business or, you know, involved yeah. in that, all your ideas are valuable. Even yes. if you think it's the dumbest thing or has nothing to do with what you were thinking about or doing at the time, it was still a valid idea and you should always take them into account. Because yeah. it, could, it could come back around in the end or exactly. later, maybe four minutes from that time you were doing something, like it's going to hit you again. Because... So things all that, those things are great. So things that didn't work that we tried when we first opened the store, when Bruce came along um, and we tried them again later down the road, yes, we had the experience of it, and I did say some things wouldn't work, but we ended up doing it, and those things turned out being successful later down the road. And it, it, a lot of it is whose vision is it, and how is that vision going to come to you know, fruition and be executed by those people? 
Um, and I mean, that's it. So if you have a good idea and you have, you want to start your business, don't sell yourself. Yeah, don't sell yourself. Yeah, don't sell yourself <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard thing to do. You have to do your due diligence. I mean, everyone really tells you that's take that, right? Friends, but uh, it's you know that's that's America, man. You take your risk and you hope that things work out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when it does, you know, it's it's validation. Man. It feels pretty good. It also sounds like uh, you were saying, you know, you had to be open-minded as well. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you know, the other thing is like, you should branch out. You should network out and make as many contacts and friends as possible because you never know when you know you guys can all help each other or like when they're going to help you or you know you become part of something greater than yourself. And I think that's you know that's the idea when you start a business. Otherwise, you know, punch that clock, man, because you get vacation, you get all kinds of benefits, whatever it is. That's man, that's been like my dream for for a while, and I was going back, but uh, there's no going back. When you when you build something, it's it's pretty awesome. So. All right, and um, just to wrap things up, uh, where can we find you guys again? It's on 1835 East Elliott Road, right next to the Temple Park Seminoles in that shopping center. All the Christmas lights and get festive. <laughs> Southeast corner, yeah. Yeah. Southeast corner of Clintock and Elliott. We'll see you there. Can't miss us. And, um, day. Does your store um, have any social media, Twitter, Instagram, oh, Facebook? Yes, we have a Facebook and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's the best way. We have a website. We have a website. It's we have just under social media and everything yeah, else. You can, us, you can Google it. But Facebook is definitely where we're most active on. Yeah. Can I find you on Yelp? Yes. Yes, you can Google and Yelp. All right. All right, perfect. So, um, like I said, going to start wrapping up. Um, just want to let you know that uh, we always end every podcast saying geek out. So, um, I'll do my finishing stuff, and then I'll look at you guys, and we'll say geek out together. All right. All right, so there you ha- guys have it. It is the exclusive interview with the owners of uh, Silver Star Comics, uh, again, with Aaron and with Bruce. And uh, we just want to tell you one last thing. Always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.